This is Stability, financial talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell from Stability Partners. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Gene and Brian provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Stability Financial Talk with Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell. Hello and welcome to Stability Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. I'm Brian Powell. And I'm Gene Casagrande. And we are Stability Partners. If you'd like more information about what you hear during our show today, give us a call at 832-559-8393 or visit us online at stabilitypartners.com. And while you're at our website, click on the radio page to subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. Please don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions or to set up a face-to-face or Zoom meeting. Um, you know, more that's a good point, Brian. More and more of our client meetings are done via Zoom. Uh, but for clients who need to come into the office, um, I want to let our listeners know that Brian built a really nice plexiglass divider for our conference room table. So... And it looks really great. You did a great job. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, yeah, but to also let people know, we can uh, use any of the uh, platforms, Zoom, uh, Teams, Skype, anything that, that's out there. So let us know if it, uh, what way you'd like to talk to us. Sure. You know, um, though much of our personal and financial lives have been completely upended by COVID-19, uh, you know, it may still be possible to define and then achieve some financial goals in the coming months. But before we get into today's topic, I'd like to introduce our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing today, Tony? Oh, I'll tell you what, I'm doing great. If I was any better, my name would be Brian Powell. (laughs) Oh, there you go. (laughs) Identity theft. We have to do a show on that one of these days. (laughs) Yeah, we will. Well, no, I've been great. You know, just uh, trying to... uh, you know, avoid the weather, but yet get some things done outside. My family and I are doing well, all things considered. But how about you guys? I know you guys have been really busy. Brian, are you keeping busy? Yeah, we still have had quite a few interactions with clients. We've been busy getting our, like we were talking about earlier, our new uh, communications capabilities now that we've got to do things as much as possible virtually, as well as with uh, our clients in the office. So there, as the people are saying, everything's changing. And you've been busy building some plexiglass dividers for the office, too. It yeah, like. we just did that on our conference table. So that way we can come in, sit down across from each other, take off our masks so we don't look like we're robbing the place. So we can um, just, just there and, and try to get things as normal as possible. Yeah, I think that's great. And I know you're taking all the safety precautions uh, to protect you and your prospects and clients. Uh, I think that's great. Now, Gene, what have you been up to? I, I don't even have to ask. I know you've been busy. You know, Tony, this is just such a crazy time. We have been busy here in the office, but it's, you know, they say it's a new normal. It really is. So we are just making the best of the current situation. Yeah, I, I agree, Gene. It's it's crazy out there. And you're right. It, it is a new normal. Now, before we jump into today's topic, uh, looking at some financial strategies to utilize during these strange times, uh, I wanted to ask you a bit about uh, your business, just for our listeners so they can get to know you, how long you've been in the business, uh, what you do there. Sure, absolutely. I'll go first. Um, so 
I've been in this industry for 33 years. Uh, the first 14 years of my career, I was a wholesaler, and then I went into personal production. Um, Brian and I have started Stability Partners in 2010, um, and... So we're coming up on our 10th anniversary as a business, but That's right. like Gene said, we've been in this industry for a long time, and um, uh, even though we have different last names, we are married, and so... And <laughs> you can tell, you you can can tell get, we are because we interrupt each other all the time. <laughs> Gene interrupts me. Um, so, <laughs> so um, but yeah, so we, we're going to celebrate our 10th anniversary this year with the company. Hopefully, we'll be able to do it with some people and not just over Zoom, but we'll we'll take it that as it comes. So, but Stability Partners is not only an insurance agency, but it's also a registered investment advisory firm. So, we can handle investment on both sides, whether it's on the annuity, safe money side, or whether it's investing in the market. So, we've got both sides covered. And Gene and I have both have the same licenses. We have the same... Um, the approach to things. We kind of divide and conquer on things. I uh, focus on the managed money side of things, and Gene is our annuity-focused uh, partner here. So We also do health insurance and life insurance, um, but we, we typically meet with all of our clients jointly. So uh, Kind of a two-headed monster is right. how we refer to each other sometimes. <laughs> That's us. Well, wait. I think you guys are burying the lead here. Gene, you said you've been in this business 33 years. Did you start when you were 10? You look way it's too young. I've, it's all I've ever done, Tony, right out of college. You look way too young to have been in the business 33 years. Oh, you're too kind. Uh, yeah. Brian, I, I can't mar- say the I same I married much you. better than she did. Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, our listeners can't see that, but I can. I can attest to that for them. So uh, anyway, I'm just, I, I like to razz you guys, but it's great. Uh, you got a great dynamic there, a great husband and wife team. But you really do uh, look at the big picture. And as independents, you can look at everything uh, from marketing uh, and the markets and investments uh, to, you know, retirement accounts and all sorts of retirement vehicles and savings vehicles and the different options out there. I I like that. Now, uh, today, uh, with so much chaos out there in our financial lives and personal lives somewhat, it's probably easy to forget it's still possible to set basic financial goals, right? So why don't you guys get us started on that? Thanks, Tony. You know, I read an article recently titled Five Money Goals If You're Still Employed During COVID-19. And they first recommend you try and turn some of your previous expenses into new savings. You know, maybe you're not driving your car as often or, you know, you're relying less on Uber or Lyft rides because you can't really go anywhere during lockdown. So your lunch and coffee spending's dropped because you're working at home. So instead of turning those savings into new or unnecessary online purchases, and, and I think we've all done our fair share of Amazon shopping over the, <laughs> yeah. the lockdown. Guilty. <laughs> so uh, you can use them as a, a new source of savings. You know, it's often recommended that you have at least six months worth of living expenses saved up. Now, I get it. Uh, For a lot of people, that can seem like really a lofty goal. Yeah. But earmarking the money that you're saving from your reduced casual spending for your savings might be a good place to start. Well, yeah, you guys make a great point there. I mean, obviously... Uh, my wife and I noticed, hey, we're spending less. We're actually eating at home a little more. Uh, we're not going out as much, spending as much money. 
So a good place to start would be taking some of that money and, and putting it away. And I, I have heard that uh, six months of living expenses, three to six months, and they really stress six months. And I know you've mentioned that before, but you know, let's say somebody actually has reached that noble goal. What else can they do with the money they're currently saving on things like gas and dining out? You know, that's a great question, Tony. There's a couple of things you may want to do with that money. So first of all, you could use that extra money to help pay off some of your debt. Um, you could also funnel some of, of that money into your retirement savings. Oh, yeah, that, that makes sense. So paying off debt, that's a big one or beefing up the retirement savings. It's hard for me to see how you could go wrong with either of those. Uh, what do you have next for us? What's another tip? So I'm guessing a fair number of our listeners today may have student loans. And as part of its response to the COVID-19 crisis, the federal government has actually suspended most student loan payments interest-free through September 30th. So what that means is any payments that you make until September 30th will actually go directly toward your loan's principal. And that's something that could end up saving you a fair amount of money in the long run. Yeah. And that sounds like a really good option. Are there circumstances where it might be a good idea to instead use your normal student loan payment for other expenses though? I think there are, Tony. You know, for example, if you have significant credit card debt, you may want to divert your normal student loan payment amount to your credit card debt. Or if you don't have a bunch of credit card debt or something like that, you can also dedicate that money to help building your six-month emergency fund. So that's that's always a the go-to place in when you have some extra money and, and not uh, Amazon.com. Absolutely. Just bear in mind the student loan payment suspension program ends on September 30th unless it's extended. So just, just keep that in mind. All right. That's a good pro tip. Take advantage of the payment suspension if you can. Uh, but of course, just know it's not going to last forever. I think that makes good sense. Now, how else can the money we're saving from reduced expenses be utilized? So I think boosting your 401k contribution is another very reasonable option. So if your emergency fund is healthy, and you don't have significant credit card debt, you may want to consider maxing out your 401k. And also, uh, there are some companies during this time that are suspending their employee match on that. So if you're not making the full contribution, um, uh, if you're just if you're just matching what your employer is putting out there, if they drop your uh, if they drop the employee match, then your overall 401k savings have dropped. So you may want to boost up your savings on that as well. Well, I think that makes perfect sense. And you've given us some great common sense driven and attainable goals that I think a lot of listeners out there may be able to implement. Do you have any more for us? Well, another potential way some of our listeners may be able to save some money, Tony, is by taking a closer look at their mortgage. It's possible the current economy may provide you with a lower interest rates because Mortgage rates are at historic lows. I saw like 2.89% yeah, the other day. So, yeah. so, wow. so refinancing now, yeah, refinancing now um, could keep a little more money in your pocket. But also uh, there's increased demand for these great rates right now. So w when rates dip, people, a lot of people want to refinance. So it may be more difficult to qualify than it was even a few months ago just because so many people are trying to requalify or refinance. 
Yeah. In fact, my wife and I did that. We refinanced our home because we went from a 30 to a 15 year, but our payments stayed the same. That's how that's how much better yeah, exactly. the interest rates wow. were. But we did notice that it was a lot more. They required a lot more from us than the last time we had, uh, you know, um, applied for a new mortgage or sure. tried to refinance to get a better rate. So uh, the process was a little uh, longer. They asked a few more questions, asked a little more of our blood, sweat, and tears to get the refinance. Uh, but we got it. We got a we got a rate right around three. But now it's I've heard even below three. Like you say, that's for some. It's crazy. Well, you know what? Let's take a moment here, uh, Brian and Gene, to let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you. I'm sure some of our listeners have questions. And I know you have a special offer for them as well, right? I'd like to encourage our listeners to visit our website at stabilitypartners.com or call our office at 832-559-8393. Again, that's 832-559-8393 to discuss how we might be able to answer your questions and address your concerns about retirement, about surviving COVID-19 financially, and just everything along your path to retirement. We'd like to offer a copy of our book, uh, as well. So, and we'll talk a little bit more about the book shortly. All right. That sounds great. A complimentary copy of the book. And I know you're willing to run some reports for them, sit down with them, and there's no cost or obligation. That's kind of a no brainer. Now, I know that you wanted to talk about uh, which bills and debts we should be focused on uh, in the economy here. Uh, and I like the idea of being as strategic as possible with my finances, even during challenging economic times, or especially during economic times. So how are you going to get us started on that? There was actually a recent CNBC article um, that focused on potential strategies for paying your bills if you've lost your job during the pandemic. And, you know, unfortunately, as countless news stories have detailed, this is the position millions of America's Americans currently find themselves in. Yeah, the, reading that, the article suggests that making housing your highest priority. And for many people and families out there, housing is the largest and probably their most important expense. And under normal circumstances, failing to pay your rent or mortgage can lead to foreclosure or eviction. So you, you'll suddenly find the family out on the streets. So the it can be... Um, just devastating to to be evicted like that. So you have to keep up with it. Well, yeah, and honestly, I would have guessed that housing would be considered the highest priority. After all, we all need a safe place to call home. Uh, what else does the article say? Well, Tony, some potential good news is that many states and cities have put an eviction freeze into place that may provide some degree of protection for some renters. And uh, renters and homeowners may discover that they ha might have some wiggle room to postpone their payments. But postponed does not mean waived. You're still cr it's still <laughs> yeah, critical correct. to remember that you're still <laughs> obligated to pay what you owe, and whether it's rent or mortgage payments, contractually you have to pay those. So you may end up having to pay all those delayed payments at one time. So that would be pretty tough if you suddenly have to pay five months of house payment all at once. That's absolutely right. So, you know, ultimately continuing to pay your rent or mortgage payments may actually be the strongest move you can make. And reach out to your landlord or, or mortgage company to see if you can negotiate something to, to have a potential solution because they're going to operate on the, the notion that a, uh, a fast nickel is better than a slow dime if that's better than nothing coming in. 
<laughs> right. Good point. Good analogy. And I, I think this is a good time to remind our listeners that, you know, listening to you talk there, uh, I think working with an experienced financial professional like yourselves, uh, financial advisors uh, can really help you design or adjust a financial strategy to navigate this current economy and the recovery and take advantage of the recovery uh, and really make sure you're in a good spot and are doing what you need to to make your money uh, go where it needs to and allocate it properly. I mean, uh, creating or changing a financial strategy, I think it's challenging even in the best of times. So getting a second opinion is probably not a bad idea, right? Exactly. We kind of refer to like going to the doctor. The, the best thing you get is a second opinion. And the best news you can get from a second opinion is you're perfectly healthy. And the second best news that you can get from a second opinion is we found a problem because undiagnosed, that problem can go on and really cause some problems. So this gives you a, a second opinion, gives you a opportunity to, um, to address any problems before they get worse. Right. I think that's really important. And, you know, earlier in the show, you mentioned that uh, somebody may be able to reach out to their landlord or mortgage company to find a solution that could provide some relief for people, right? You should also consider your utilities and car payments really as um, medium, I call them medium priorities. So once you've addressed your rent or mortgage, you next devise a plan, a game plan for those types of expenses. So making sure that you're up to date on vital services like water, sewage, um, electricity, and gas can help you avoid the stress that may come from getting behind on those bills. And falling behind on utilities can sometimes mean you accumulate fees and in some cases, could even mean you don't qualify for energy energy assistance programs. And of course, the worst case scenario would be having your utilities shut off. Oh. And then you don't get to shower anymore. So that's not good. Yeah. No, nobody wants that. And, you know, earlier in the show, you mentioned that somebody might be able to reach out to their landlord or mortgage company to find solutions that may provide some relief. I think that's good. Is there anything like that, though, with utilities? Actually, many utility providers have hardship programs that may allow their customers to defer some of their payments. So that's definitely something worth checking out. Another medium priority uh, payment out there is your car payment, and that should be part of the strategy out there. So, uh, but you have to be careful. Again, miss, missing multiple car payments can uh, lead to repossession. So you'll suddenly see your car uh, leaving with someone else driving it. So. Yeah, right. And, and being stuck without reliable transportation, that can have a devastating effect on your ability to earn a living. But again, a lot of lenders are putting programs in place where you can negotiate some, some payment skips or reduce payments or renegotiate the loan. We don't necessarily uh, recommend stretching that out to where you're, you're paying three times the cost of the car for it, but uh, doing what you have to do to survive is important. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this, uh, this is a great conversation. These are some great tips, guys. Uh, now, before we move on, let's once again, remind our listeners uh, how they can get a hold of you and that special offer you have. Uh, to get a hold of us, you can reach us at 832-559-8393, or you can contact us via our website at stabilitypartners.com. 
And you can click there also on the radio page to listen to more episodes. And so we are able to meet with you over the phone, via Zoom, or even in person at our uh, in our conference room. So let us know. Uh, and then you and, can see that really nice plexiglass know, the, screen I, that I, Brian built. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, very, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of you for that. You <laughs> okay. did a great job. Yeah. That's great. That's great. Well, it, get, lo- it looks really good from three feet. Sure. So. No, that's good. Well, in during our show today, we've been chatting about potential financial strategies to get yourself through this difficult uh, COVID-19 economy. And I think it's been a real eye-opening conversation, at least for me. Uh, what do you have for us next? So for the remainder of our show today, Tony, I think we should discuss retirement because the reality is for some people, the COVID-19 economy may actually delay their retirement. Um, at least for some of our listeners, pushing retirement a little into the future might actually be a blessing in disguise. Well, yeah, I'm definitely on board with talking about retirement whenever we can, because I'm sure a big portion of our listeners out there probably rate it as their top financial concern is how they're going to have enough money to last them throughout their retirement. Absolutely. In fact, a 2016 Federal Reserve study found that a third of retirees changed their minds about retirement and actually returned to work. And we've actually seen some retirees, new retirees, that they've had a plan to retire early all their life and they focus on retiring early. And once they get there, they don't really have anything to do. So they find themselves just sitting there shouting at the television with nothing to do. So a lot of people are just not adjusting to a non-working lifestyle. Right. Right. And I can definitely see how some people out there would have difficulty filling that 40 hours that are going to make up uh, their typical work week uh, when they're not working. You have to have a plan on what you're going to do, not only uh, with your finances. That's very true, Tony. Um, You know, going from a life with lots of structure to a life with very little structure can really be jarring for some people. Along those same lines, some people may also find they just don't like the simple life. If you retire when you're 65, you may have to live off the money you've saved for a roughly 20 to 30 year retirement. But the earlier you retire, the longer these assets have to last. So a combination of savings and retirement income tools is how most people build their retirement savings. But the fact is to make it all work, you're probably going to have to make your budget a little leaner. Yeah. And am I right in guessing that for some people giving up some of the things they enjoy in an effort to build that leaner budget just isn't appealing? Absolutely, Tony. You know, the cold reality is a lean lifestyle is a limited lifestyle, right? So as you work toward retirement, you probably have some sense that your lifestyle is going to have to change or it may have to change. But once you actually get there and you understand the things that you're going to have to give up, going back to work might not seem like the worst idea you've ever had. And depending on your situation, Social Security can be a major factor for retirement, especially for those who retire early. In most cases, the earliest you can claim Social Security is when you're 62. But when you file before your full retirement age, which is currently between 66 and 67, for most people, you could be slashing your benefit by as much as 30 percent. So if you retire at 70, your benefit will have reached its maximum value. And leaving that much money on the table by retiring early can definitely make your retirement a little leaner in the long run. So, And all this information can be found at uh, the Social Security website at ssa.gov. That's right. You know, and for the first 10 listeners who contact us, we'll 
provide a social security maximization report for you at no cost. Oh yeah, that sounds great, Jean. Now, what do you have next for us? So healthcare expenses are another thing that can make retirement a little more challenging, Tony. So remember in many cases, Medicare doesn't kick in until age 65. So until then, you'll need to pay for health care out of pocket. And costs can vary depending on what state you live in. But generally speaking, you can expect to pay between $500 and $1,000 a month in premiums. So it's not cheap. But remember, beyond the premiums, you'll also have to factor in co-pays, co-insurance, deductibles, etc. Uh, that's a good point. I mean, obviously, the longer you work, the longer you can rely on your employer-provided health insurance, too. So uh, what's next? So another potential drawback to early retirement, Tony, is simply a lack of financial flexibility. Though you might have some frustrations with your job, the fact is your paycheck provides you with a lot of flexibility. So also consider that you likely get a raise every year and perhaps even an occasional bonus. So all these things help you protect yourself from increased expenses, right? And without the the safety and structure of a regular paycheck, it can be harder to address emergency expenses or sometimes even smaller spending mistakes that people make from time to time. Yeah. And so what I'm taking away from all this is that retirement is all about finding that timing sweet spot, the way it sounds. And that's what you help people figure out. Obviously, if you retire too soon, you might find yourself bored and with less money in your pocket, right? Absolutely. I completely agree. Um, The good news is there may be some alternatives to early retirement. So for example, if you dislike your current job to the point it's making you consider early retirement, you might want to look into work you might find a little more satisfying. Or if it's commuting to the office every day that's getting you down, why not look into potential workplaces that are closer to home, maybe remote work possibilities or even self-employment opportunities, right? So in fact, you might be able to turn a hobby you're passionate about into a new money-making business. Ultimately, going through all the scenarios as well as your options before you retire may be a very wise strategic move. That's something we can actually help you with by using our retirement compass, being able to chart a path for you in retirement, showing all the different options that we can bring in to build a retirement plan for you. We'll be happy to run a complimentary retirement compass report for you. All right. Well, I think that sounds great. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this episode. Uh, But before we go, let our listeners know one more time how they can get that uh, complimentary report and be one of the 10 callers. Well, to be one of the 10 callers, you have to have our phone number, which is 832-559-8393. Again, 832-559-8393. You can also contact us through our website at stabilitypartners.com. And you can uh, ask us any questions about your financial strategy and get in contact. And while you're on our website, you can subscribe to our program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. But again, don't hesitate to reach out to us with any questions to set up a face-to-face Zoom or Teams meeting. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Stability, Financial Talk with Gene and Brian. Take care and thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Stability Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. 
For more information, please contact Gene Casagrande and Brian Powell at Stability Partners. Call 832-559-8393 or visit them online at stabilitypartners.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Advisory services are offered by Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance services and products are offered through Stability Partners LLC and affiliated companies. Stability Partners LLC and Stability Partners Advisory Group LLC are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.